0: House. I am so excited to be able to share God's Word with you right now. My name is Richard, and I believe God has something wonderful to speak to you, especially about the area of relationships. Come on, who's been enjoying this series that we've been in? Well, I get to share the last message in this series, and I believe it's going to bring breakthrough and really be a blessing to you in your relationship. So why don't we just give this time to Jesus right now? Lord, we thank you for our relationships. We thank you for your hand on them. We thank you that you care about them. And I pray that you would speak to us, that you would touch our hearts. Holy Spirit, that you would bring healing, that you would uh, bring lift in this important area of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, church, I get to share a very big topic with you today because my message is called Living in the Light. And I want to share about God's design for sex in marriage. Yes, big topic. You know, marriage is a wonderful thing. Do you, do you love weddings? I've lived in a few different countries. And hey, culture uh, in Australia is when you show up to a wedding, you bring a gift I don't know, something practical, maybe uh, some uh, knives and forks or a, or a toaster or something. And where, I lived in Tokyo for five years as well. And, and in Japanese weddings, we would bring a financial gift. Uh, now I've been in Hong Kong for 10 years and been to many weddings here. And we have these things called red pockets. And uh, you just put a bit of money in there and you bring this along to the wedding and you bless the bride and groom with a gift uh, and, and, and cultures all over the world celebrate weddings a little bit differently, but I want to tell you that that God has a special wedding gift. Yes, yes, God's special gift is sex. Yes, God designed sex for married couples, and it says in Matthew 19. Chapter, uh, well, chapter 19, verse 4 to 5, we actually see Jesus talking about this special design. And it says, haven't you read the scriptures? This is Jesus talking. He says, they record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one male and female, husband and wife, two becoming one. This is God's design for relationships, and it's amazing. I want to tell you that my marriage to my beautiful wife, Janice, is one of the greatest blessings of my life, and it's not even close. I, I love doing life with her. It's been nearly seven years. God has blessed us with four beautiful little boys and we are just so happy. I'm so looking forward to growing old together with her and retiring together and being a cute little old couple. I can't wait for that. God has blessed us with each other. And if you don't, if you don't have a vision for marriage, if maybe you come from a family where, where there, it was a broken home or, or maybe marriage didn't look that good, Come on, let's get our our view of marriage from God's Word. He's the one who invented it. He created it. It's by His design. And we've got to look to His Word for our definition of marriage. And when we do, we're going to see that it's wonderful. And church, I'm not trying to pretend like marriage is perfect. No one has a perfect marriage. We all have to work through stuff. And if you're in a marriage right now and you're facing some challenges, I want to encourage you. Come on, let's let's pray about it. Let's work with our spouse. But, we, and, but let's all live with a hope and, and moving towards a better marriage together. We believe for that. But it's interesting that God gave this gift of sex within the boundaries of a marriage and not outside of that. And I, I, I believe that's because sex is powerful. And I think about uh, fire. Fire is powerful too. Fire, uh, you can be used to uh, bring warmth and, and, and cooking and bring, it can bring blessing or it can also hurt. It can also uh, destroy. And if I can just light this little candle here, this f- little fire here in the boundaries of this candle It is great. You know, it brings light. It brings heat. But when I start moving that towards my clothing, uh, it suddenly starts to get scary. And the Bible actually calls sex outside of the boundaries of marriage. It calls it sin, sexual sin. And Romans 6 talks about the wages of sin being death. In other words, it's going to hurt you it will have an impact. And I know that the world and media and Hollywood and all this stuff, has they have their own messages on sex and they tell you that it won't have any consequences and just do whatever feels good, but it's not true. God's Word says, no, keep within the boundaries and you can win in your relationship. So the, I, I just think that should be encouraging. We should never see God's boundaries as limits. When, when we had kids, uh, we lived very high up, okay, in an apartment building in Hong Kong, all right? And my wife made us get uh, these bars put over the windows. And I mean, it made sense. We didn't want kids falling out the window. And I'm so glad we got these bars put in because every day, uh, at least one of my kids, or if not all of them, are up there. You know, it's kind of standing on the edge and looking out over the window, and and looking at all the traffic going by. Oh, Tesla, ambulance, fire truck. You know, they they're boys, right? They love vehicles, and, uh, and but I'm so glad that we put those boundaries in because they don't they don't understand the consequence of what would happen if those boundaries weren't there. And yet the boundaries actually keep them in a happy place, keep them in a joyful home. They're not meant to limit them. It's meant to set them up for an amazing future. And we've got to see the boundaries of sex within a a marriage as, as God's design and something that that, that we need to honor and, and get advice from his word in. Now, I also know that when we, have, uh, w- when we use God's gift within a marriage, it brings warmth. And I want to encourage the parents out there. Sometimes when kids come along, uh, maybe we make some very practical decisions in order to better take care of the kids. And uh, maybe this fire kind of goes out. And I want to encourage you, do whatever you can to make the changes to get the fire back in your marriage. Come on, get, the, get, get that passion going. Get, God has more for you in, in the marriage, and your kids are going to feel it. They're gonna, it maybe, maybe there's been a, a lack of a, a softness towards, towards each other or an affection towards each other. Well, come on, bring it back. And uh, I believe that your kids will end up being more blessed seeing the, the loving marriage of their uh, mother and father. So let's bring the fire back, all right, married couples. Now, sometimes though, the, the challenge is, is if if we've used God's gift outside of his boundaries and we've been hurt by it, then we need to be healed from God. We need God to forgive us and we need his healing. And that's what he offers to you today, my friend. In fact, many times we're not only living uh, knowing that we did the wrong thing, we're not only living with that sin, but we're also living with the guilt and we're living under the shadow of the shame and the embarrassment or maybe just feeling dirty or yucky. And, And God wants to change that. He wants to shine His light. Come on, God's got a big light and he, shine, he wants to shine it in your dark places and, and to bring healing, to bring newness and to restore you back as though nothing had ever happened. And the Bible actually talks about this so clearly. In 1 John 1, verse 7 to 9, this is my favorite group of scriptures around this subject. It says, If we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus. His Son cleanses us from all sin. Yeah. If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, number one, and to cleanse us from all sin wickedness. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Come on. This is good news, guys. Doesn't matter what you've done, it doesn't matter what mistakes you've made. The blood of Jesus is more powerful. What Jesus did on the cross over 2000 years ago sets us free, sets us up for an amazing future. Come on, you are forgiven. You are cleansed, you are made new through the blood of Jesus. It's not about how good we are. You know, there's nothing we can do to pay for our sin. There's nothing we can do to 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 deserve God's forgiveness he just gives it it's free and i want to encourage you with the grace of jesus today you are forgiven and you are made clean because of jesus come on give the lord a hand come on god is so good and I want to encourage you, church, these two things. We've got to take these into our hearts because sometimes we're living like Jesus forgives me. Yeah, okay, I can understand Jesus forgives me. But then sometimes we're still living under this cloud of shame. We're living under this, this shadow of feeling bad about ourselves, guilt, embarrassment, and Jesus has wiped that clean. Come on, don't carry that around anymore. Let the light of Jesus shine on these areas in your heart. Come on, and instantly, today, your life could change. You know, my kids recently have been scared of the dark. I don't know where they get this from. We didn't teach them it, but at some point, they just started all being scared of the dark, and they wouldn't go into the hallway. And uh, they would always come and ask me, "Dad, Daddy, can you turn on the light? And I'll turn on the light. And as soon as I turn on the light, they go from this to being you know these imagine these 3 year olds so confident you know the the lights on and that's what happens when god shines his light on your heart and we let it in it's like suddenly you get your confidence back and i can i can do something great for god wow god could use me i want to encourage you just come to jesus come to jesus let his grace let his light into your heart and you can have a new relational future. I want to start finishing up by uh, telling a story. I love this story in Matthew 12. We see how Jesus wants to set people free. We see his heart to heal people. And it's a story of Jesus hanging out with his disciples. And you know, the religious people were making his life difficult. They were trying to create problems for him and trying to trap him with his words. And Jesus was ignoring all of that. And uh, he sees a guy with a, uh, a, a disabled hand. He had a shriveled hand. I don't know why. I don't know if that was because of some uh, horrible injury that he'd experienced in the past. Maybe he was born that way. But I'm sure that he wasn't proud of his shriveled hand. I'm sure he wasn't walking around with it confidently. Maybe he would hide it. You know, just imagining, but maybe you would just hide it in his pocket, and you know, I'll just, just show my good hand. I'll just show this to the world, but I'll keep this a secret. But Jesus saw the hand, and Jesus goes up to him, and 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 he's hiding, and you know, I, I don't know what it, I don't know. I know what it feels like. There were times where, actually, a few years ago, I'd put on a few pounds, and I found myself even wanting to you know you, you want to hide the thing that you're not proud of and 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 so he was he was in this place of hiding and yet Jesus comes up to him and have a look at this story to the man with the shriveled hand he says stretch out your hand as the man did so his hand was completely healed as good as new come on give the lord a hand as good as new, as he did so. You know, he didn't even ask him what his name was. You know, he didn't even introduce himself. Like, you, you don't even have to be close to Jesus. You just have to come to him. You don't have to have been in church for 10 years or know all this stuff about the Bible for God to heal you. No, you just come to Jesus. And that's my first point. I want to encourage you if you've, if you've made mistakes in this area and you're believing for healing, come on, come to Jesus, number one. Number two. If you want to, you can talk to a leader if that helps as well. The Bible talks about the power of confession. It says, "Confess your sins to each other." This is in James five sixteen, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And uh, so, there's definitely something powerful in people getting together and 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 just confessing that to a trusted friend, if, if, if that's suitable for your situation and praying and getting God's light into that area. In fact, one of the things that I love so much about our marriage prep at Lifehouse, preparing engaged couples for an incredible marriage is we get together with them and we pray together over anything, you know, maybe stuff from the past, maybe times where they've been hurt by someone sexually or whether they've made mistakes themselves personally. And I love being able to look at this couple in the eye or this person in the eye and say, you have been made new because of Jesus. You're new. Come on, receive it in your heart today. And as you go towards that wedding day, in God's eyes, you're pure. You are white as snow because of what Jesus did on the cross for you. I love saying that to couples that are getting married. So sometimes it can really help to share with a leader um, if, if you're in that place. And another one is, come on, thank God for your healing. Thank, thank you, thank you, Jesus, that I'm forgiven. Thank you, Jesus, that I am, I am whole. And lastly, get excited about your future. Come on, come on, God has someone out there for you. Get your vision back, get your hope back and get excited for what, what, what God has for you. As you stay in those lanes, He's leading you towards something that's wonderful. God has more for you, He is not finished. Church, I hope that we're living in the light. Come on, I want to live my life in the light. doesn't mean we're perfect. It just means we're honest with God, right? And right now, I want to take a moment of honesty. You don't have to talk to anyone else, but this is a moment just between you and God. And we're going to pray together for God's light to come into those dark areas of our heart. And we're going to believe for forgiveness and healing right now. Lord, we thank you for what you did on the cross and we just receive your light. We say yes and we say we're sorry and we thank you for your forgiveness and we thank you for your healing and we receive a great vision of the future, Lord. We thank you for this purity and Lord, for any of my friends out there who are going through this moment right now, I pray you touch them in a powerful way that this would be a moment of breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Awesome. Well, I also want to pray for one other group of people. And that first step I talked about coming to Jesus, maybe you need to come to Jesus. Maybe you're not yet a believer and you've heard my story and you're saying, I want to follow Jesus. Well, He loves you. He knows you. He knows everything about you and He wants to be in relationship with you. That's why He went to the cross, to bring us close to God. So right now, uh, in your hearts, if you would like to say yes to Him, come on, why don't you just be saying yes in your hearts and this is your moment to come into relationship with Him. So I'll put a prayer up on the screen and why don't you read this prayer out loud with us or maybe if you're in a public place, just in your heart. Let's pray this prayer to God, inviting Jesus into our life. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Amen. Yay. That's so awesome. We are so excited about your journey with Jesus, especially if you're starting that journey today. And we want to help you to grow in your relationship with God here at Lifehouse. So make sure you visit our website, mylifehouse.com slash Jesus, and you'll see lots of great uh, video content and some information on how you can get started strong with Jesus. Well, church, it's been my pleasure to uh, finish up this relationship series with you. Just believing for God's touch in your relationships. Next week, we've got a new series. It's going to be amazing. So looking forward to seeing you in church next week. God bless.